1: Hello and welcome to episode one one three of Myths Podcast. I'm Matt Hoss, and my dear friend next to me is well actually not next to me, as in uh, next to me in the virtual realm over the internet, not physically close to me because he's not my support bubble. It's Dan Rhodes. How are you, man? Thank you, Matt. Thank you for explaining that. I I thought I would have to be clear because I didn't want people to assume that we were breaking the law. No. Which we would never do. Dan, have you broken the lockdown law? What's the cheekiest thing that you've done in lockdown? Have you ever gone out to like midnight? Oh, planes? that's a
0: good question. The cheekiest thing I've done during lockdown is probably went on a boat on the
1: Thames. Really? Right, well, yeah. Can you tell us more? Were you, were you were the police chasing you or something like that? We like like James Bond down the Thames, or were you just like can I go for a tour boat visit?
0: No, like a friend of mine and their housemates were, to be fair, it was like one household. So, but they, um, they were renting a boat on the Thames for the day and they messaged me asking if I wanted to come. I said, yeah. Oh. So I
1: went. So other people, were you socially distancing?
0: Uh, Not really, because it wasn't big enough on the boat. Wow. That's quite bad. I would say. Um, how oh, you? But they've all had COVID before, so that made me feel a bit better. They all had it. <laughs> no, they've all had it before. So I, I doubt they'll have it like now
1: that's, oh, I, are you, uh, hopefully you're joking, but if not, I'm really quite stressful. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, they, they might be still be carriers. Um. Oh, but they had it like months ago. Uh, I would still err on a side of caution. Um, as long as you didn't kiss him in the and mouth. It was, over, it was over two, it was like four weeks ago, so I'm pretty sure I'm fine. Well, if Dan isn't here next week, we certainly know why. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, um, have you found people being a bit more egregious with those kind of things? Cause, uh, have you been to the pub yet, Dan? I haven't, no. Cause, well, in all fairness, I think it's slightly different in North than in cities, for sure, because I think in the North, there's quite big pub gardens, and like it is generally quite safe, I would say. So I mean, Yeah,
0: I think actually me and a few people are going to go to a pub, like a beer garden sometime this week so that'll be the first time but as of yet no i haven't i have i've walked past a few pubs but they all seem pretty like social distancing
1: yeah they're absolutely. because i i'll be honest i'm not sure if it's if it's a sign of the times where i'm kind of hoping for people to be dickheads so i can complain about it if you know I mean, i've noticed that about myself recently being like kind of like oh come on be horrible bastard so i have something to be miserable about please you know what i mean um but with um yeah, i such a curmudgeon. Yeah, I, you know what, I am a full time curmudgeon. Yeah, uh, people have been all right about it, to be honest. It's been fine, if you know what I mean. But it's, um, yes, that, that being said, I was walking uh, just around my home village uh, recently on Saturday, and there was a group of lads on a stag do just walking down the road doing a pub crawl. And it was a sorry sight because you know, like they weren't socially distancing, but they weren't exactly lively and leery. They knew that what they were doing was wrong, <laughs> and I had to see a man. It was like a half hour stag dude. Yeah, it was like oh, oh all right, Terry. Yeah, ooh, yeah, stag dude. and like because it was like early in the morning as well, so they 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 hadn't got to the zenith of uh, partying, so they're just kind of still quite awkward. And it was brilliant because like uh, I've never seen. They're all walking quite gloomily, and they were like, yeah, we we. we we know what we're doing is not great, but whatever. And they were walking down, and there's a man in an inflatable sumo suit just walking suddenly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> Uh, it's like
0: <laughs> oh i don't really feel safe doing this tattoo, jeff
1: oh don't worry about it <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's like uh but actually funny enough the sumo suit was so well inflated it actually acted as a social distance uh, uh, device so that's pretty good actually it's i think we should all also yeah. wear sumo suits everywhere we go what's the thing you're looking forward to lifting in lockdown Oh, that's a good question.
0: I'm looking forward to being able to go, particularly here in London to go on public I have only done it a few times public transport. But you have to wear a mask and it'd be nice to be able to go on there like it'd be nice to see everyone there free travel of course is probably the thing I'm looking forward to most of course like to actually be able to you know go abroad.
1: That's pretty cool. Um aren't you excited to see me again? Probably like Maybe top 17. That's actually quite kind for you, Dan. That's well, mate. Uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, you're obviously my top two. Um, <laughs> Dan, I got some tragic news this week. Tragic. Oh, God. Oh,
0: God. Just to highlight, not really. Tell me anything's happened to anything serious. It's
1: nothing serious. It was, uh, if anything, quite hyperbole going in. And I have to reissue that it's not tragic. It's lighthearted fun. <laughs> is that okay?
0: <laughs> yeah okay it's fine. so nothing's not like you nothing's happened to your
1: brother's baby no 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 but your mom dying n- no that I, also i don't think it would be the best way to tell you over a podcast <laughs> 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 so true <laughs> just imagine that 10 years time though.
0: oh my god dan some sad news oh what's up matt Oh, my mum died. It's like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> imagine, imagine they got. Although,
0: actually, I, I, I know. Okay, obviously, you wouldn't do that. But also, part me thinks that you're back <laughs> in for like content. For for yeah, for what you can for what you deem to be grade eight content in the intro, but you would hold you would withhold that information from me for several days just so you could tell me first time on the podcast.
1: Yeah, you know what I, I think there's a large part of me that would do that as well because I'm very much the the Louis C K and I'm the Louis C K Louis Theroux school definitely not the Louis C K school uh, the Louis Theroux school of uh, documentary making where you don't want to meet the people beforehand you want to capture what's real as well so you just go in there meet the person firsthand and yeah i i think that's uh i would like to shock you as much as possible with the real found knowledge and uh, but well you know but
0: now we've realized that it's not anything that bad what is it going to be this is going to feel quite
1: low now isn't it perhaps and i'm not sure if we might have talked about this before but uh so a couple of months ago, before pre-COVID uh, lockdown, I, I did a lot of workshops in schools um, and some kids had called me to mean names. Uh, uh, for example, one person said I looked like the the rat from Flushed Away. That was one of the things they said about me. Do you, okay. do you remember that? That's
0: yeah, I do remember that. It was niche. Yeah,
1: but I also think it's it's there's something there there's like i too kind of think i do that look like that and another one called me pete Pettigrew, which i was quite annoyed at because that's a very rat based uh comparisons here uh and also i looked like the man from ratatouille which is thankfully not rat based but right adjacent i would say um yeah. but uh but also Definitely a rat thief. yeah and that's not good however i found i was doing some twitch streaming uh last week because uh, i'm very cool now dan um <laughs> have you been watching anyone because you're only 26 it, yeah i'm 26 and rat oh i live with my mum. everything's fine <laughs> um but, but thankfully nothing tragic happened uh but with um but i well, i we uh, there was a conversation topic and people uh i was using a new thing where I, my camera is a lot bigger on my face and uh, uh essentially to cut long story short dan i did a vote because someone said I looked like a character from an Ardmans film. Uh you know what Aardmans is, like a uh, chicken room. That's like um What I think. What yes. Chicken yeah, run. yeah. Yeah. Uh so basically I did a vote saying, no, I don't look like that. Uh, I did a vote and the hundred percent of the viewers voted that I look like an Ardman character. So uh, I apparently I look like a plasticine man as well. You know, what's, what's that what's all about Dan?
0: What character did they say you look like?
1: No one in particular, but I look like I could fit into the Ardman universe quite easily. See, I would
0: argue that you really don't because they all have very rounded features.
1: Uh, I think I do have a well. He hasn't seen me a lot down, but a lot more rounded, for sure.
0: <laughs> but I don't think facially, like they have quite round noses, quite round like jaw. I, I, I
1: but I think my face does look a bit plasticine-y,
0: right? Oh, oh, I'm not <laughs> denying that. Yeah, I just don't think it. <laughs> I just don't think it's in the style of.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for the backup, man. I really appreciate that. Um, I would go more Picasso. Okay. Thanks, then. Well, do you know what you look like? You look like um Donatello, and not the artist, the teenage mutant ninja turtle. Take that. Oh, thank you so much. Wow. Also, yeah. Really... Also, someone said I look like Splinter as well, which is a no rat base thing. Really annoying. <laughs>
0: you really don't look like a rat though that that i really don't get
1: no because um, be you remember at school there's like a couple of boys some who
0: look don't they like i would describe as like um yeah you really don't because there's
1: always some boys at school who definitely look like rat boys You know what i mean like they kind of had like a yeah. big teeth um giant ears um a tail uh <laughs> the, the rat boys yeah. um i think and i think even you can agree that
0: Saying you look like a beaten up Nick Frost is still the closest comparison you've ever had.
1: Well, I think I've changed a lot since then. I think, you know, I've. I've really... No, but like back in the day. Yes. I, okay. But let me let, hear me out then, because I think, I think I've kind of grown. I, I was a knuckly duckling for sure, but I, in the last couple of years, I've really changed. I worked on myself. I've become happier in myself. And I'm not a beaten up Nick Frost anymore.
0: No, I wouldn't say you would, actually. I do feel bad about that now.
1: I would say that I am a healed Nick Frost, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick Frost 2.0. Yes, yeah. Nick Frost after Cuban Fury. Um, There we go. <laughs> Which is actually quite big then. Um, But yeah, uh, Dan, I think we should head to our myth today because we got a lot to talk about.
0: Please, far away.
1: Okay. I have to warn you though, Dan, it is quite tragic. Also, my dad's dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Has your dad fixed his tooth? No, way? it's still it's still hanging there. <laughs> it's still hanging in. <laughs> also, if you ever want to make my brother squirm, just mention my dad's tooth. It's very funny. Anyway, time for a myth. Uh... Okay, so welcome back post jingle. I always enjoyed that jingle. Uh, I've been putting in, also Dan. I'm not sure if you've been noticing, but I've been putting in some old school jingles which we used once, like the Odyssey and the Trojan War. Yeah, I have been
0: noticing such things.
1: Because Dan always does edit notes, and when I put the uh, the, the, the Trojan War jingle back in, which is me uh, singing karaoke of a uh, Civil War by Guns and Roses, uh, he was like, "What the fuck is this? I hope this would not return." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like was well, not expecting this this to come. I thought the first time I ever heard that would also be the last time I ever heard yes, that. Yes, and uh in all fairness it did get used quite a lot during the uh the Trojan War era and also there's quite a weird Odyssey one which I, I kinda of recorded in five minutes and I think you can tell that as well. Um but
0: uh, My favourite one is still the American Accent one. Oh
1: yeah, that was a good one.
0: My name's Matt Haas, and in this segment of doing the American Accent. Yeah, I advocate the slave
1: use. <laughs> Of myths podcast, that one in small doses. There we go. Um, but yeah, I've made some good ones. Also, I learned to use GarageBand recently, so I think I might make some new jingles for us. So that'd be fun, please. Please, uh, we're gonna do one we're doing rap or something like that. That'd be fun, but anyway, that's not about us, it's about Boulder today. Because oh, this is a big one, something we've wanted to do for a long time. It's a big, it's a bad one. So, Dan, do you know much about Boulder?
0: No, only that you mentioned it many times ago because you said that we should do it at some point, but we had to wait towards the end of the Lost canon because it's it's something to do with the end of the chronology of their timeline. Yeah,
1: it's towards the end of uh, the chronology, and it's certainly a big myth. Uh, and we've seen Boulder appear in other myths for sure because he's part of – he's like – he's the god that everyone loves, he was also um, in 109. We saw Skady Fantine Boulder, and she wanted to make him her husband, and um, but she got like a sea captain. Oh, of
0: course, yes, but she ended up going for this because she um, she based she did it because he had the nicest feet.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, what a weird myth! That it was. was, but do check it out. Um, but yeah, so I think we should just um, jump in uh, today because there's a lot to get through, and it's a big old myth, and we could have did this in two parts, but we're going to give it to you in full so but in any point in today dan when you think uh we need to pep it back up i want you to ask for some boulder facts and i will give you some boulder facts okay we'll do should we do an example right now
0: yeah back give me a boulder fact we should have like a t- actually let me do the let me do the um let me use the episode four trumpet as signal oh, for a boulder fact nice good you have to
1: like kind of maybe shine the rust up it because it hasn't been used for a while yeah <clears throat> Oh, it's really it's really rusty. Yeah, it is. You got to put some uh, WK forty on it. <laughs> there, there we go. go. It's working now. Dan, I gotta say, your 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 spray impression there was fantastic. <laughs> it sounded like real spray.
0: Yeah, I just sprayed. W- <coughs> I sprayed WK <WD-40> forty everywhere. <laughs>
1: God, how are you not employed? Work. That's great. I don't that know. I'm oh a really really good. Are... Um, anyway, bald fact. Fun fact about WD forty. Yes. They
0: haven't WD forty as a company have not patented WD forty because in order to get a patent, you would have it means they would have to release what is in it, and they don't want to do that, so they haven't got a patent for it.
1: Hmm. Very cool. I bet it's like rat piss or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, in anyway,
0: that was the
1: fact. What, what, sorry, it wasn't the WD40 fact, which I was calling WK40 because I was thinking of the rock musician, Andrew WK. Um, in Old Norse, Boulder means brave. In Icelandic, it means bold. That's a Boulder fact.
0: Thank you. Anyway. Okay, uh, I think we should start the episode. But it's interesting to say Boulder is not spelt like a Boulder. Like, oh, that's a nice Boulder. Shrek reference. Uh, it's as in you know it's just the name B A L D U R
1: but there's also different variations on that spelling as well cuz sometimes it's uh it's um just with uh, no u it's a uh, bolder like that like otter, and stuff like that um
0: i didn't ask for a bolder fact did i i'm oh,
1: sorry my bad uh, i'll i'll uh unsay it <laughs> <I'm sorry.
0: laughs> yeah please retract that <laughs> yeah Boulder was one of the most beloved of all the gods, mm-hmm. the son of Odin, the chief of the gods, and the benevolent sorceress
1: goddess Frigg. We've met both of those. Yeah. Do you know much about Frigg? Yeah, she's Boulder's mum. Oh, Jesus, you're such an asshole. Um no uh <laughs> uh Frigg is like kind of like an earth mother. She's very much to do with nature and stuff like that.
0: like Mother Earth. Yep. Boulder was a generous, joyful, and courageous character who gladdened the hearts of all who spent time with him. Aww. Yeah. One day, I'll put that on your tombstone.
1: Yeah. Do you think I'm, like, boulder? Like, everyone likes me?
0: Yeah, I think you are a boulder, actually. I would. I actually would be nice and say that.
1: Oh, thanks, man.
0: Yeah, no, you're definitely a boulder. Don't worry about
1: it. Oh, uh, wait, wait, do you mean I'm a boulder as in, like, people like me or I'm round like a boulder? <clears throat> anyway, when... <laughs> You're such an ass.
0: <laughs> when, therefore, he began to have... Ominous dreams of some grave misfortune befalling him. The fearful gods appointed Odin to discover their meaning. Baldur's father wasted no time in mounting his steed, Slepnir, which has how many legs? Eight. Nice. And he's definitely not the product of Loki having sex with a horse.
1: Yeah. Mm, Horse (laughs) poon. Baldur's
0: father wasted no time in mounting his steed, Slepnir, and riding to the underworld to consult a dead seeress whom he knew to be especially wise in such matters uh, so, so like some freudian dream analysis doctor in <laughs> in the wonder yeah World.
1: kind of in like uh, yep you fancy your mom um uh but also uh we also yeah so see uh do you know what sierra is dan
0: Fear is like an
1: oracle yeah uh see we learned that we've learned that because of myths because in like uh, about 50 episodes ago we didn't know what sierra was but now we know
0: when, in, and we know what oracles are because Greek mythology, oh, they love an oracle, yeah. don't they? In, Big up oracle. So,
1: um, should we do like a demonstration of an oracle? Because there's always a type of thing which happens with an oracle, which I'm pretty sure you're <laughs> aware of. So um, I'll, I'll be a person go, going into an oracle. You'll be in an oracle, okay? Okay, um, yeah, yeah. I
0: think so I did. This you is in Greek okay, okay.
1: Uh, <clears throat> Hi there. Um, can I have my fate, please? Yes, you will die horrifically.
0: Uh, and how will that happen? Your dad will kill you.
1: Uh, I, I don't...
0: After do you sleep with your sister?
1: Uh, You know, I, I even though you're an oracle, I don't think you actually uh, know what you're talking about. So I'm just going to hang out with my sister. And my dad has a knife in his hand. Well, better kiss my sister. Bye. What? Ince- incest is really interesting. Incest is really interesting. Yeah,
0: they never listen to the oracles. Do you reckon the Norse gods actually do listen,
1: though? Uh, let's find out, shall we?
0: When in one of his countless disguises, countless, he has count, <laughs> countless,
1: countless. <laughs> I mean, in all fantasy, he has about three. Misty,
0: yeah, exactly. He reached the cold and misty underworld. He found the halls arrayed in splendor, as if some magnificent feast were about to occur. Odin woke the Sirius and questioned her concerning this festivity. And she responded that the guest of honor was to be none other than boulder. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So she merrily recounted how the god would meet his doom, stopping only when she realized from the desperate nature of Odin's entries who this disguised wanderer truly was. Oh, this is this is a meaty little myth. This isn't. Oh, really? I like this. Oh,
1: it's about again. We talked about Odin's disguises before, but I don't think he's very well disguised because he's gone down there going, "Who? uh, What do you know about Balder, my son? I mean, my friend Balder. I am called." Idon! Uh, <clears throat> um, I've definitely got Odin. Look at my eye. Well, what I think he's done is
0: gone, oh, what a pleasant feast. I'm in the underworld. <laughs> Why? What are you guys so cheery about? And they're all like, oh, Baldur's about to die. And he's like, what? My son!
1: I mean, <clears throat> o- Odin's son. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, also... One small little detail, which we kind of brushed over here, is that Odin woke the seeress, as in like, she's sleeping, he snuck down all the way down to the underworld and just woke her up going, what's this all about? It's like, whoa, who the hell are you, dude? How do you get in here? You know what I mean? There's locks in the door.
0: Do you know what I really like though is the idea that he was surprised by the feast because I I really like the idea that he's gone to the underworld that it's normally dark and gloomy and foreboding and he's got there and it's like a really nice like it's like a wet it's like a beautiful party yeah. happening and he's like, huh, I answer from the right. <laughs> yeah, <now." laughs> nice. And indeed, all that she prophesies would come to pass. Because, spoiler alert, they're always correct, as our little prologue. <laughs> Absolutely. Odin returned in sorrow to Asgard, the god's celestial stronghold, and told his companions what he had been told. Frigg, yearning for any chance of saving her treasured son, however remote, went to every entity in the cosmos, living or non-living, and obtained oaths to not harm Boulder. Okay,
1: so she's literally gone to every single plant. again. Okay, mate, um alright, you're a blade of grass, and you probably can't harm Boulder, but could you sign a, a document to ensure that? You know what I mean? Like, she's she's yeah,
0: every entity in the cosmos, so that's
1: everything in Yggdrasil Idrasil. Igdrassil. Sorry, I, sorry, I didn't. do it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, should, I, should I? carry on? Well, why don't
0: I do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Why don't we just do, you do yeah, the next I'll one then I'll, and then? Uh, yeah. 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 After these. After these oaths were secured, the gods made a sport out of the situation. They threw sticks, rocks, and anything else on hand at Boulder, and everyone laughed as those things bounced off and left the shiny god unharmed. Oh my
1: god. The willing and disloyal Loki sensed an opportunity for mischief. Okay, so what's great here, so he's essentially uh, invincible, right? Because everything in the whole world can't hurt him
0: so they've basically said ha 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 we're gonna prove this crs wrong look we're throwing we're trying to kill him and harm him and nothing's happening ha 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 I, I
1: th- we're right you're I wrong i think it's kind of like a more thing. thing. like hey check out his brand new superpower and then just throwing like rocks at him and like uh daggers at him and like uh, a shoot shrew- uh, a musket at him and he's like oh yeah it doesn't work guys just goes around him and hits like someone else in the head like oh theron are you okay <laughs> <That'd> be- <laughs> sorry i'm just laughing because it reminds
0: me of that episode when thor throws that What's he throw? He's in that guy's house and he throws something and it literally like knocks down all these pillars. It was the
1: guy's flask or something. uh... (laughs) That was it, yeah. The guy's (laughs) goblet. Smack on his forehead. Uh, Yeah, that made me laugh. Anyway, Matt, what
0: happened? So Loki, he's sensing
1: this. He's like, ooh, Mm, what's he going to do? He gets a bit of um, uh, uh, a wide on for mischief, doesn't he? So, uh, in disguise, he went to Frigg and he asked her Oi, Frigg, did all the things swear oaths to spare Boulder from harm? And Frigg replied, Oh, yes, everything except the mistletoe. But the mistletoe is so small and innocent a thing that I felt it superfluous to ask it for an oath. What harm could it do to my son? Huh. Immediately, upon hearing this, Loki departed, located the mistletoe, and carved the spear out of it and brought it to where the gods were playing their new favorite game. Interesting. Do you have seen what he's done there? Yeah, he's going like, to stab him with some mistletoe. Yeah. That's, he, and also, he just had this brand new power for one day, and Loki's like, right, time to kill him. <laughs> um, <laughs> he approached a blind god, Hodor, um, which is Old Norse for Slayer, um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to see Hodr Band, um, and said... Also means hold the door, does it not? <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. So he approached, a, uh, he approached the blind god Hoda and said to him, You must feel quite left out having to stick back here away from the merriment,
0: nor being given the chance to show Boulder the honour of proving his invincibility.
1: The blind god concurred. Here. Said Loki. Sorry. <laughs> For whatever reason, I was like waiting for you to say "said Loki." I was like, "No, that's am seeing narration." Um, <laughs> also, when when
0: Loki was like proving his invincibility, I imagine him doing like air quotes. Yeah, around. <laughs>
1: and obviously the blind god can't see that as well, so <laughs> can't see that. Yeah, but I used to work with a visually impaired student at the University of uh, Kent. Uh, I because uh, in my master's year I couldn't afford to live so I had to take on lots of extra work uh, and I uh, I worked with a visually impaired kid a drama student and obviously working with a, a visually impaired drama student like it's oh, quite doom remember him yes quite yeah. it was quite difficult uh, but I was also there to be helpful and we we, we we learned to do slapstick which for is a massive achievement may I say it's quite quite a hard thing to do in popular performance and, uh and uh, it was so. Hang on, this was in your master's year. And he must have been in his first it's year. Second because year. that was a it, module we did. In... It was the second okay, year. Module. That was a module we did, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, well, we—you're all... already an expert in subject by then. Yes, absolutely. Um uh, But. Yeah, so we had to learn slapstick, and we had to basically really take our time in terms of learning some moves, and uh, really, and uh, w- well, there's, one, there's this one thing where uh, you have to stick out your arm um, at the nose of someone, uh, st- a fully outstretch it, because that's a safe distance away, so you can kind of go for a full slap uh, yeah. uh, without hitting that person, knowing they can really go for it without you going to hit that person uh so yeah. so um when w- the, the teacher was talking i kind of got my line up and i was kind of like just kind of practicing slapping his face if you know what i mean like uh, it looked a bit cruel but i was just like all right i'm about to do this and he, like, i was like i i wasn't telling uh, the student about this i was just kind of slapping him in the face but obviously that created a, a draft of air and he was like are you trying to slap me right now i was like no no <laughs> no no, no. Um, and yeah, Never trust me again. Anyway, drama is
0: definitely a rogue choice if you're blind. Fair play.
1: Yes, I would say it was. Um, but then again, um, I also think it's. Um, it was kind of wonderful. Like uh, I remember Ollie Double, just um, who was our lecturer there, and uh, he. Um, the student was um, was very musical, and uh, he was playing guitar, and everyone had kind of gone back to their seats, but the student was kind of plugging in his. Um, his guitar but trying to find the hole for it and they was just feeling around and sticking it in and everyone was just kind of watching him and uh, waiting for him to kind of do it uh and there was just like awkwardness uh but then ollie was like well actually there's a massive theater here to watch someone with uh an impairment like uh the students uh and to actually see how uh they are actually doing it like how they do it and it was uh, he made a really wonderful point and uh yeah it's just, it just nice to see in fact. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Baldur fat. Okay. Um, Baldur's wife is called Nana, and they have a son called Forseti, the god of justice. <laughs>
0: cool. Thank you, Matt. That was nice.
1: Um. So, blind... So, I feel like after the sincerity is out of the way, we can now mock blind god a bit more. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um... Uh, so, what did Loki say, Dan? <laughs> well... He said here,
0: but I don't think you'll be able to see. The uh, Here, said Loki. Hang on, you I need to do yeah, yeah, what I'm saying what I'm handing so, you. God damn it, you are terrible at narrating. No, today. no,
1: no, 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 no. I was just waiting for you to say here, and I was going to do the... Uh, oh, you...
0: I was expecting you to do the blind god for Right,
1: hold on. Okay, so the blind... I said here! The blind god agreed to Loki's uh, plan to help him feel included. So what did Loki say? Here. Said Loki, handing him the shaft of mistletoe. I will point your hand in the direction where Boulder stands, and you throw this branch at him. So Hod through the mistletoe. It pierced the god straight through, and he fell down dead on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even has been it's a dark one. Uh, it's so funny. <laughs> I've just been like instantly dead after getting like oaths from every entity in the world, and go, oh yeah, we forgot about that one. <laughs> And also, he's made a blind person do it. Yeah. And Loki, that's low for Loki, isn't it? Because he's very much just gone, right, I want to kill Balder, but I don't want to get my own hands dirty. I've done all the groundwork, but hard. why don't you just throw this? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's not cool. Uh, uh, was it Hod or Hodor? Hodor. Anyway. It was a spelling mistake. The gods found themselves unable to speak. As they trembled with anguish and fear, they knew that this event was the first presage of Ragnarok, the downfall and death, not just of themselves, but of the very cosmos they maintained. At last, Frigg composed herself enough to ask if there were any among them who were brave, loyal, and compassionate enough to journey to the land of the dead and offer Hel, the Death Goddess, uh, and also daughter of Loki, a ransom for Baldur's release. Uh, so their plan is go to the underworld get them back essentially yeah hermod an obscure son of odin offered to undertake this mission odin instructed slipnir to bear hermod to the underworld and off he went
0: the gods arranged a lavish funeral for their fallen friend they turned balder's ship
1: klinghorni <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Horing> <laughs> which means ship with a circle at the stern into a pyre fitting for a great king when the time came to launch the ship out to sea however the gods found the ship stuck in the sand and themselves unable to force it to budge after many failed attempts they summoned the brawniest being in the cosmos a certain giantess named hyrokin hyrokin arrived in asgard riding a wolf and using poisonous snakes for reins. i mean she's a badass She dismounted, walked to the prow of the ship and gave it such a mighty push that the land quaked as (laughs) Hringworni was freed from the strand. As Baldur's body was carried onto the ship, his wife, Nana, was overcome with such great grief that she died (laughs) there on the spot and was placed on the fire (laughs) alongside her husband. The fire was kindling and Thor hallowed the flames by holding his hammer over them. Odin laid upon the pyre his ring, Drapnir, and Boulder's horse was What? In the okay, flames. wait, well hold
1: on one second. So, right, there's a in the in the last three sentences, a lot of weird shit just happened. Like
0: Can I also say, by the way, this is an important piece of Viking history because as some people might not be aware, Vikings um for like royal burials, they would like put the person on a ship and then push the ship out to sea and then set fire to it, right? And it would like yeah, burn and-
1: some of the possessions, as well, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how Boromir is pushed down the waterfall and then mm-hmm. end float
1: of the of the ring. But some weird stuff happened there, Dan. Like so his wife was so sad, even though she had seen him die a week earlier. Although she was so sad. She was like, oh god, right. my grief is too much. And she died. Then they were like, well, no way from building a second funeral pyre. I just threw her on straight away. Just <laughs> threw her on that boat, yeah. The burning <laughs> ship. And then on top of that, um, Odin put his ring on, which is quite... because like, it's showing the end of, like, the things we've seen. It like, dropped on ears, but appeared quite a few times as well. So he's like, okay, time to give this up. And then, on top of that, they're like, well, you know, there's no more time for sense senseless death, but Let's let's burn a horse to death. That'll be fine. Yeah, that's fine. Just just lead it into the flames. But it's his
0: horse. I feel like that's an honor to be buried with his master. Well, we're
1: we'll about to get him back in a second. Cause he's gonna come back. He you'll be like, Alright, cool. Um back from the dead, that's really nice. Um, where's my horse, everyone? And, like, and they're all kind of eating some meat, going, um he went to the he went to the forest with Loki. Yeah. Yeah, that's where he went.
0: This is quite terrifying though for the gods because gods shouldn't really die and also he's obviously very well liked so they're like, oh great.
1: <laughs> like, they're left with, like, Thor who is not a conversationalist and Balder was like the best of the best,
0: right? Yeah. He was a golden man And star. he's worrying them because they know that this is prophesied as the start of Ragnarok. Yeah. All kinds of beings from the, from out the nine realms otherwise known as Ignorance <laughs> attended the ceremony. Gods, giants, elves, dwarves, valkyries, and others. Together they stood and mourned as they watched the burning ship disappear over the ocean. This is a nice moment for. This is like a nice coming together of the nine realms. That's nice.
1: Yeah, it kind of brings everyone together. But also, no mention of uh, horny norns. Uh know norns. Uh, yep the horny the horny norns. Horny norns and also nettle uh, stags and they didn't appear as well. Never mind. Never mind.
0: Meanwhile, Hermod rode nine nights through ever darker and deeper valleys on his quest to rescue the part of Bodor Baldur. Fuck! God damn it!
1: <laughs> oh, your narration's really bad today, Dan.
0: Meanwhile, Hermod rode nine nights through ever darker and deeper valleys on his quest to rescue the part of Baldur that had been sent to hell. When he came to the river Grol, Modgud, the giantess who guards the bridge, so that's like their version of what's his face. What? What's the guy in Greek mythology that, like, the boatman?
1: Oh, do you mean Chiron? Um,
0: Chiron, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their version of Chiron, isn't it? M- Modgard, And the giantess who guards the bridge asked him his name and his purpose, added that it was strange that his footfall were as thundering as those of an entire army, especially since his face still had the colour of the living. He answered to her satisfaction, and she allowed him to cross over into hell's realm. Slept near left over the wall around that doleful land.
1: Wow, that's pretty cool. Just jumped an entire wall.
0: So she's like, "You don't look dead, and you're also not on my list of people that have died today."
1: And he's like, "Yeah, well, I am." And she's like, <laughs> ah, "Good enough for me. I'm coming yeah. through." I mean, there's literally no other reason for that as well. Like, she's gonna lose her job after that. She's yeah. gonna be brought into the door HR staff in- aren't great in <laughs> Look, um. Right, uh mod good, we need to chat about your security issue is because you let in someone and that's not a, that's not okay. Do you think they have their
0: version of think twenty-five, but it's like think dead. It's like even <laughs> if someone looks like they're not dead, do question it,
1: yeah. I, they, but imagine like Hem uh Hermod just uh, gave uh, gave her like a, 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 a dead ID license, a fake dead ID. Go, hmm, I'm not sure if it's you. And she's got a picture of like Shakespeare or something like that. It's like, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> yeah. me. <laughs> Anyway, Upon entering and dismounting, Hermod spotted Hell’s throne and Balder, pale and downcast, sitting in the seat of honor next to her. Hermod spent a the night there, and when morning came, he pleaded with Hell to release his brother, telling her of the great sorrow that all living things, and especially the gods, felt for his absence. Hell responded. If this is so, then let everything in the cosmos weep for him, and I will send him back to you. But if any refuse, he will remain in my presence. Good hell voice, by the way. (laughs) Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Hermod rode back to Asgard and told these tidings to the gods, who straightaway sent messengers throughout their worlds to bear this news to all of their inhabitants. So it's kind of like an emotional petition. So if you cry for Balder to come back, he can come back. But everyone yeah. has to do it. And indeed, everything did weep for Balder. Everything that is, save for one giantess. Tok, who was none other than Loki in another disguise. Tok coldly told the messengers, "Let." Do you want to do the voice? Yeah.
0: But this is going to be Loki trying to do an impression, so I need yeah. to be Loki. I need to channel Loki doing an impression
1: of a giantess. So very of a big. A
0: test. Ooh, let hell hold what she has. That's quite
1: sexy, actually. I reckon that's him doing an impression. Uh, so and so, Baldur was condemned to remain in hell's dampness and cold. Never again would he grace the lands of the living, and with his gladdening light and exuberance. Wow. And I think it's time for another Baldur fact. Uh, Baldur's great hall is called Redjublik. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he's dead, and Loki really wants him dead. That was weird, right? That was weird. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, but also, Baldur does come back from the dead after Ragnarok. He's one of the few people that kind of state that restarts civilization after Ragnarok. Do you know what I mean? Because there's like a new society after Ragnarok. Yeah. That's and uh, Baldur and Hod will uh, rule Asgard together in a place of Odin after Ragnarok. Um, cool. Well, I think we should um, start to rank this because we have a lot to talk about. Let's go. Hey there, my name is Matt Haas, and in this link, I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of Miss podcast in small doses. Hey, uh, Dan, are you... Uh, are you fe- Matt, how do, we, how do we rank these? I was, was going to do a joke then, um, oh, but it wasn't... Uh, I, 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 I can tell that like, you're not going to give anything for this, but Go uh, Dan, uh, um, uh, are you feeling sexy? Are you feeling running horny?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what was that joke thirty minutes ago? <laughs> Actually, thirty minutes ago is too long. It's only be twelve minutes in after I talked about my dad's tooth, so it would be inappropriate. So, um, anyway, um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about how we're going to rank this because every episode we like to put. Um, Join this myth to our leaderboards which is uh, being is uh, currently under maintenance um, <laughs> yeah and you can um, it's ranked in four categories out of ten that's life skills, morals, creativity and WTF. So let's look at life skills. The the practical things that we learned in this myth So I think we, uh, what do you think then? We learned how to go to the underworld Yeah, big one. And the thing we learned in, we learned obviously that in Greek myths but that's rarely done in Norse myths. I haven't quite a lot in Greek myths, but this is a big thing. Yeah. Uh, also, it's quite easy to break in. You're just going to make a fake ID and just say... Just to make a fake dead ID, yeah. Just lie. That's fine. We learned how to uh, like create a shaft and a, uh, and also how to frame someone for murder.
0: Yeah we, yeah, we learned how to frame a blind guy
1: for murder. Wow. And also, from my recollection, Hod is treated like a war criminal. By the way, essentially, he's like he's. I was going to say what happened to Hod. They didn't really talk about how the gods probably
0: didn't like. He was probably framed for.
1: Yeah, I think uh, everyone. I think it was like sent to god jail, was killed or something like that. But um, yeah, he 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 was very unjust for sure. Um, but yeah, so we we learned to do that. We also learned. Uh... But, well, we learned how to do funeral pyre. Yep. Yeah. We also learned how to kill a horse. We also learned how to ride a horse. We also learned how to um, how to create a party for, for the Underworld. Yeah, we also learned how to uh, contract laws. We learned about contract laws. That's a big one and something we've never done before. Um, learned how to uh, also a lot of outreach for the. They got to meet every entity in the world twice, essentially, didn't they?
0: Yes, that's true. Yeah. We learned how to come together at a time of grief.
1: And everyone cried. Everyone learned how to cry.
0: We learned how to be, go in disguise.
1: Yep. Um, we also learned, um, also learned how to make a deal, because hell wasn't unreasonable. Right? Hell was like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Also, uh, we also learned how to boot a ship as well.
0: Yeah, I think. I've got a number.
1: Okay, I've also got an. Shall we write ours down and come to them at the end? Or was that too convoluted?
0: That's just too, mad. Let's just do three, two, one. Three, three, two, two, one, nine, seven. one, nine. Seven. Oh, wow. Okay, I was actually going to get eight, but I went down one because I knew you were going to go up
1: one. Well, I think nine's reasonable, actually, because th- there's a lot there. You and... did learn a lot, to be fair. And a lot... Yeah, I'm with you on that one. We did learn a lot. All right, nine. Bam. I just went one
0: lower than I was actually thinking, because I know that you I thought you were gonna go something crazy like 10, and I wanted to <laughs>
1: <laughs> just really bring the average down. Yeah. Okay, morals. So these are the moral lessons we learn or lack thereof as well. Um so I think there's actually quite a lot here. Um I think the big moral to begin with is that the idea that Odin Whenever you try to stop something from happening, you actually accelerate it from happening. Because the reason why Baldwin was about to die is because they found out that he was about to die, right? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. because of that, they... It's like self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, uh, that's a way more succinct way of saying it. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I think that's a big thing there. But also, beyond that, we also learned... Uh, uh don't trust loki um and don't yeah, he's actually been a massive dick this is probably the worst thing he's done actually i, I think that um that well that will relate to the next week's episode as well because i think that will come out as well um but on top of that uh yeah so he re- this is this is the worst thing he's done and he's gone out of his way to uh kill and condemn him down there as well beyond that there's oh well there's a lot more um we also learned to uh, fr- uh, like frame someone's really bad, and he did do that. He made Hod do it, so he didn't look like him. Um, yeah. We also learned that something bad can actually bring people together. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. We also learned that no matter how much you ask, sometimes you're not always going to get
1: someone back from the yeah, dead. Yeah, absolutely. And like, once they're gone, they're gone. Accidents happen. Absolutely. You can be reasonable with death as well. You have to accept it in a certain way. Uh and yeah, apart from that, uh I think it may be a seven.
0: I think it's seven actually. That's easy to Decent actually. Creativity. I think it's creative. This yeah, like the narrative, the kind of fun, like, uh, so narrative wise, it was good. Like we had the whole dream thing. Like that was the idea that he like has these bad dreams. So Odin's like, oh, this sounds a bit dodgy. I'll go and investigate. Then it, of course, as always, they ignore the seer. And then they like the oath swearing was pretty cool. Like how she went around the cosmos living and non-living.
1: Well, actually, just to add to creativity, they actually didn't ignore the seer. They actually heeded their advice, right? Because they were like. Uh, actually that's true, yeah apologies yeah that's true that w- he is going to die so let's get contract for him um yeah i uh, i think it's quite creative and i also think it's great how they t- the mistletoe which is so unruly and uh, not dangerous was actually the downfall and also the idea that uh loki handcrafted a spear out of purely mistletoe
0: yeah that was pretty cool and the whole way he got like or to like throw it blindly yeah um, Oh, then we've got the giant who rode in on a wolf with poisonous snakes for rains. Yeah, I mean and that's, that's, that's mentioned sadder. for
1: one second, one second. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that will come back up in WTF. But uh, like creativity-wise, that's pretty cool. Um, the description of the fire, like the flames, like how they all like you know the people from the nine realms came. Also, it ha- the underworld.
1: How many references to other myths there are, and other yeah. continuous stuff like the Slepnir, there's the Ring Dropnir, uh, and also just. Yeah, lots of different people that we've seen before all here as well. It's also important in the canon because it's to do with the first part of Ragnarok.
0: Yes. So I think it's quite high. I think it's quite high. What number are you saying?
1: I think it's eight.
0: Are you sure it's not a nine? We didn't have any creatures in it. I suppose we well, did have a giant wolf. Yeah, like, giant wolf,
1: giantess.
0: Yeah, it did have disguise it. All right, hold it. Get in.
1: Cashback. And WTF. So, firstly, um the fact that hell has bad security for sure. Yeah, yeah. Imagine him being like, Jesus Christ, Moggood. You know what I mean? Like you have literally one job. Have you noticed in North mythology that a lot of people who have their one job is to guard something and they do a piss poor job every time. Yeah, guarding is not their strong point. Yeah. Because we did the um the 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 trilogy of like uh the it was like the girl who was guarding her dad's mead and uh, yeah. and she, no one had gone down there for like decades and she sleeps with the first guy and then and he fucks off with it. It's like, oh damn it. Um, um, WTF, uh, the, the person on the, the wolf snake person. Yeah. Wolf snake person.
0: Um, I mean, just the fact that he framed a blind dude. I mean, yeah. come on. For Loki, even for Loki, this is really messed up. I think actually.
1: Um, yeah. For sure. And the fact
0: that he didn't—he purposely was the only one in the cosmos in the Yggdrasil, that didn't mourn him—and therefore, like, he's responsible for Baldur never coming back.
1: Yes, um, it's gone a
0: bit too far, I think, this time.
1: Because this isn't just mischief; it's like corruption it's just and um, like, this is genuine. Yeah, yeah, this is like genuine injustice. I would say. I
0: don't think it's crazy high. WTF? Actually, I think most of it was more about its like life skills and its like general narrative. Um,
1: but, I was like a six or seven um it's it seemed more WTF reading it than reviewing it do you know what I mean I yeah. think oh also horse being led into the flames I think that's worth a seven
0: yeah I think it's a seven to most.
1: yeah seven bam okay well wow, this is quite a high myth actually isn't it so that's added yeah. so nine plus nine plus seven plus seven. Which equals thirty-two. Thirty-two, is it not? Yeah. Lovely stuff. Nice one. Um. So, uh, that's 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 pretty high, myth, isn't it? It's not the highest, but it's certainly in a. I think
0: it might top, be. Yeah.
1: It's in top the top. Oh, well, well, top echelons, maybe not top ten, um, but certainly top twenty. Um. But yeah, I. Uh, yeah. Well, that was a fun one. I really enjoyed that one. Um. But on top of that, Dan, where can people find us online?
0: They can go on Facebook and Twitter at Miss Podcast. Mm hmm. And they can email us if you have any suggestions for myths, particularly as we're getting to the end of Norse mythology. We'll be grateful for any um, other stories or cultures you want us to do myths from. Yes. Um, you can do mythspodcast at gmail.com.
1: Um, I, I also, yeah, uh, just another. Uh, Dan's already mentioned it, but like we, yeah, we are very much at the end of North Smith. So, and currently we are recording this on a week by week basis. So if you want your email read out pretty like the latency between you sending the email and getting it read out will be quite short. Uh, let me just say there's no backlog at the moment. So please, please get in touch. Uh, uh, but yeah, you can get in touch uh, for that. And also, uh, if you want to donate to our Patreon, you can do that on the links below. And on top of that, uh, give us five stars on iTunes. Don't stop reviewing us, please.
0: Also, I'll do a plug for you, Matt, so it doesn't seem as shameless. Oh, but thank if you. If you want to go on other podcast platforms, Matt does have a new podcast called Cast And
1: uh, what's it about, Dan?
0: It's about when you ask cele- um, guests— I need say celebrities, but that's a big long shot. <laughs> when you, <laughs> ask, <laughs> you ask, you ask, guests what their favorite—if they had to make a festival lineup, who they would have. And who's appeared on that so far? Uh, uh, Dom Dom Jolly was on there. Yeah, he's yeah, a celebrity. Uh,
1: thank you for for yeah. So do check that out. That's on uh, Apple, uh, Spotify, and Podbean. And if you want to help that out, or uh, just listen to it and tell a friend. Uh, that's out every Friday. All right, I think it's time for us to to vanquish. Dan see you later, alligator. Well we got to do? Like, uh, wish like an border fact? Yeah, none of these
0: facts are ones that we haven't already said. Yeah, right.
1: yeah. I'll just make him a new one. Go on, go on. Boulder in the god of war game is a scottish man who doesn't feel pain he goes, eh, i'm gonna i'll, I'll stab you cleos i'll stab you something like that it's a really good game <laughs> anyway <laughs> i've been matt horse i've been dan roads and we've been mips take care i'll see you next week everyone bye, bye. just trying to fade out Biffs. not remember but i think we've been suggested by this by some listeners so thank you for that if you got in touch i have forgotten you but uh thank you thank you for getting in touch uh i will have to cut that out because it wasn't funny enough uh because uh I, if, if you laughed at that dan i would have kept it in but it it just sounded horrible otherwise uh, uh... <laughs> yeah <I> just <laughs> uh... <laughs> wow we've been recommended by
0: people that honestly i don't know or care about anyway <laughs>